2: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward.
0: Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly.
2: Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with GameTip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with
3: permission. Welcome back, Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP, learning things every segment. Dr. Bob, of course, joining us last segment. Give us the uh, the update on how to fix Joel Embiid. Do you feel better after listening, Dr. Bob? Not at all. Okay. Oh, <laughs> my fun.
1: gosh, it's awful. I, I mean, it, Like, you know me, I like, it, I like it concise. I like it short and yeah. sweet. Well, Dr. Bob Dr. was Bob trying to explain things. Yeah, it's a lot of explaining, man.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, some of the things he said made some sense. I'm not sure it applies to a center with a knee injury, but it's mm-hmm. okay. Talk to
1: me like I'm a toddler.
3: Yeah. Well, he's a I doctor. Sometimes that. doctors yeah, do sometimes that because they they're smarter little, yeah, than us. Yeah, Talk to me like I'm a toddler. I, I get all that. All right. So back to the phones here in a second. A couple of things we have to get to though. We have to discuss the idea of uh, what's going on here with uh, our buddy LeBron James. You see this taking up for Joel Embiid? He's trying to become. A, is he? Is Joe, Is LeBron trying to get in the good graces of Sixers fans? So King James at King James. You know his Twitter stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know one person around here doesn't want to call him King James, but that's how he goes. He's a fraud. So he went to Twitter to defend Joel Embiid against everyone. I guess, is this to the people who called him soft and ducking Jokic? Yes, to all us. Right. So, uh, well, I mean, we, I don't think we did much of that. I did. All right. Well, as a show, we didn't really. To me. Okay. He went after Kyle here. Here was his, uh, his latest thing. This is from LeBron. Where are all the media outlets, TV media personalities, hot takes that talk so much uh, poop emoji about Joel Embiid, about missing those games when he knew. What he was dealing with. Now that he's out with an injury because of it, not one person has went back on TV or their something podcast and apologized to that man. No accountability. LeBron wants apologies. He wants receipts.
1: Mm, I don't know about that. I don't think he. I think he asked for a little much. <laughs> he's asked for a lot, man. Sorry, partner. I mean, because there's a lot about that situation that unfortunately Joel got hurt, but we don't know about. Right. So I, I don't think I don't think it's it's smart to ask. People to apologize for for information that when they didn't have all the information. So now nah, I don't think that's going to happen.
3: Yeah, LeBron's also leaving something very big out of this. If Joel Embiid was on the injury report Saturday, the reaction to him not playing would have been different. Yeah, he wasn't on the injury and did, report. Didn't the Sixers get fined for that? They did seventy five yeah, thousand dollars. Yeah, look, I, I like LeBron as a player. He's he's if you rip him apart as a player, you're dumb. He's a great. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Top two player as a as a guy, I think LeBron sometimes leaves things out of his arguments. So he he likes to omit. Yeah, he likes to interject himself into what everyone's talking about. But sometimes he's not like fully doesn't fully get it. And he just he just or fully informed. Yeah, he just talks, and he likes the attention of it all. <laughs> and but look, if he wants to come to the Sixers by the trade deadline, you'd be okay with that. Of course, I'd be okay with that. I know you are worried about the parking situation down at the Wells Fargo, but
1: not only the parking situation, the ticket situation. Do you know how they would look at me when I say, "Hey, can I get tickets to this to the game?" They be like, "Are you kidding?"
3: They'd me? say, "Go to StubHub, buddy." <laughs> yeah, basically bomb <laughs> like everybody else. Uh-huh. So, he was worried about his ticket situation over LeBron James coming to the Sixers. We got to get our priorities in order no, I'm just in here. saying, I like, I like what Tyrese Maxey is doing right now. I'm willing to let the –
1: and I know that this is probably an old school mentality to have, especially in the NBA, when you have players like that. Because I even heard somebody this morning talk about potentially trading Maxey because he's hot right now. I don't know if I, I subscribe to that, but I get the fact that, you know, when you have, you have assets to trade, you normally trade them. I would not I would not be a part of
3: that. All right, just so we get on the record here, would you rather Tobias and free tickets or LeBron and expensive tickets?
1: I, it would be exciting to see LeBron around. Right? It would be exciting, but, but I, I like Crumble Cookie, man.
3: Yeah, I know you do. Crumble Cookie, my dude. All right, we're going to get Hugh a jersey, a Tobias Harris jersey, and Keely Ringo. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> You trying to
1: get you trying to get popcorn
3: thrown at me at the game. Aren't no, I don't you? popcorn at you. I'm just establishing your guys. Your guys. I accept. I Tobias guy. You're not the only Tobias guy, right here. I like Tobias.
1: Here. I like I like him for for this 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 the way that they, he's fitting into this team right now. I like the role that he's playing for this team right now.
3: I think Tobias is, seems like a wonderful guy. I will like him better when he's playing for somebody else next year. And I can say, oh, yeah, you know what? That's top, Tobias is a good guy. 215-592-9494. Hugh, the clock is ticking. You have less than 20 minutes to come up with a denouncement of, you know, Beauregard Lee, that fake fraud rodent. Whatever he is. the
1: Rodentia. The rat.
3: Rodentia. Rodentia, yeah. So, if, you, rodentia. if you're wondering what we're talking about here, we found out today there is a knockoff Puxatani Phil, and he's down in Georgia. Apparently, he predicts the weather. And, he, look, he, we looked up some of his numbers. He's got some good stats. He's had some good, good moments. He had a good run. Good run. But he also apparently had a major blunder in the 90s. He predicted warm weather, rest of winter into spring. Blizzard came down there. Yeah, that was not. Tough to recover that not, from that one. That was
1: definitely not Beauregard's shining moment. It was not. These what? are the groundhogs groundhog. by the numbers?
3: Yeah, groundhogs by the numbers. I have those. I also saw that um, our guy, Puxitani, is about 39% hit rate on these uh, these groundhog days. What do we make of that, 39%? Is that good? I think it's actually pretty good for a groundhog that just comes out of his tunnel. He sees his
1: shadowing or yeah. whatever and just goes back in. Yeah.
3: I mean, if you asked me what percentage he gets right, I would have probably said last. Right? it been a little, I think I'd have probably been a little bit more comfortable with like at least 42. Yeah. Who do you think gets it right more? Meteorologists or Puxitani?
1: There's been some meteorologists in this this town that haven't gotten it right sometime. But I would say I would say the meteorologists. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go with, roll with the meteorologists. They right. got all the Doppler radars and all that. Other they stuff. do have
3: Doppler. Last one for you. We have a um a self made meteorologist here at WIP. His name's Howard Eskin. Who would you trust more? I'm going to give you th- – I want you to rank these three. Trust in terms of weather predictions. Howard, Phil, Beauregard-Lee. How would you rank them? I would trust Phil the most. Howard or Beauregard-Lee next? Yeah, I think that's – I think that's about the appropriate word. Okay, so Howard's second above Beauregard-Lee. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah, Bo lee So we all trust Pucks Tiny, Phil more than Howard? No, well, you know I know, I
1: know, I know I – know, I'm a little bit more familiar with, with Pucks and Tiny. Then Howard? Then, well, yeah, that that and Beauregard. <laughs> a little bit more familiar with him than the other guys.
3: Yeah, Beauregard's a fraud. All right, Jay and Roxburgh, what's up, Jay? Hey, what's up, guys?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is, man, you know, I know you guys are talking about AJ, and if you're going to have this version of Jalen Jalen Hurts, you know, this uh, guy that was running backwards and you know uh, trying to be a pocket passer. We can't have AJ because the version of Jalen Hurts that works best is the version that we had uh, with Miles Sanders during the RPO. You know, uh, that was a guy who was, you know, uh, confusing defenses. They didn't know if Miles had it or if Jalen had it. And Jalen would run, or he would give it to Miles, or throw it downfield. Yep. You can't, with with this version of uh, Jalen Hurts, you can't win football games like this because he's not ready to take that step yet to become that pocket-type quarterback. And if you you look at, like, Lamar Jackson, you know, he got exposed. He was running backwards, too. Some guys are not ready for that step back. If you look at Mahomes, he never runs backwards. He's either running side to side or he's running forward. He's stepping up into the pocket. And, Jay, the thing before
3: you go on about Mahomes that I'm just so impressed by, for a guy that's mobile and moves – he doesn't take sacks. You know, usually mobile guys will kind of accidentally run into sacks sometimes. Lamar does it. Jalen does it. Mahomes' ability to not take sacks is ridiculous. He just, Phenomenal. He doesn't take sacks. Right.
4: right. And, and that's why I feel like, you know, A.J. Brown would be a problem, as crazy as it sounds, with this version of Jalen Hurts. That version last year, yeah, he would be successful. But uh, I wouldn't mind trading A.J., for, um, I think you were talking about Sertan or or Winfield, one of those guys. Yeah,
3: like one of the best corners, yep. I'm I'm, I'm okay with that.
4: I'm just not okay with it if they're going to go back to the same uh, uh, offense that they ran last year with Miles Sanders, you know, because that worked. I don't know why they got away from something that worked. I'm only assuming that they may have, you know, Jalen Hurts may have been hurt with his knee and they were trying to, you know, have him to stand upright more as far as, you know, not running as much. But uh we'll we'll never know what the situation is. But next year is gonna be a tell telltale tell of what's going on. Oh uh,
3: totally, Jay. Jay it's a good phone call. We appreciate it. Jay's take is AJ, unless Jalen gets way better, it's almost a waste to have AJ Brown, is is the way Jay framed that there. Well,
1: I don't I don't know if I agree with that. I think AJ helps Jalen become a better better quarterback. But there has to be growth on both ends of that. So I would rather have A.J. grow and become a better quarterback with A.J. Brown as opposed to not having him there. And as far as the running game is concerned, I'm kind of with him. We do need to run the ball a little bit more, but I don't think it's going to look like we anticipated it to look. I think it's probably going to be a whole lot of screens and and, and backside of the backfield and stuff like that. I don't think it's going to be that traditional handed off three yards in a cloud
3: of dust situation. So it's interesting, the RPO thing, right? We know how good it was a year ago, and then this Mm -hmm. past season – they didn't do it as much, and it wasn't as effective. My belief like halfway through the season was they've stopped doing it because teams know Hurts isn't going to run off it, and, and there's, they're not respecting that. Chris Long on his podcast talking about Callum Moore, RPO stuff, and will we see more motion, which is we all yelled about all season, will that happen? He, interesting take here by Chris Long.
5: Motion I do think is something that he cannot afford to meet Jalen in the middle on. I, I think if you're looking in the column of maybe it doesn't work out, it's not because his scheme doesn't have value i think i think you you look at a couple of these variables and you say i just don't know i just don't know how how that would work out like if jalen struggles under center is that going to be an impediment to him if jalen wants a static picture and doesn't want motion pre-snap is that going to be an impediment to him but i'm pretty sure all this has been discussed so it'll be interesting to see how much of that is Jalen's unwillingness or inability to do those things and how much of it is just they haven't committed to it and truly gone through the process of grooming him to be a little bit different. And so I'm I'm interested to see how those things manifest. That is a really
3: interesting take on motion that I don't think I've heard really put that way before. We just have talked about, like, the Eagles don't use motion. Why Mm. don't they use motion? Motion's good. They should do this. Chris Long is bringing up the idea that maybe Jalen either – doesn't want to do it, doesn't want – like, he wants a static picture, doesn't want things changing as Mm -hmm. as things going by, or maybe the key and the coaching staff don't think he could do it, like he can read on the fly as things change. That – I mean, it would help explain the coaching the last couple years. It would help explain why they haven't used motion as the rest of the league has.
1: There's a – like,
3: and that's the disconnect that
1: we don't know. We're speculating because, to me, when I think of motion, I think of information – because that's basically what it is, mm-hmm. man or zone. And you see, you can see whether or not it's a, it's a combination of both. If somebody's in man-to-man and everybody else is playing zone, it, it gives you a picture of what they're trying to do. And we talked about information as far as offense is concerned, and the more information the quarterback has, the easier it is for him to figure out where he wants to go with the football. Now, it's going to be interesting, because now you hear with Coach Guber coming in here, he likes to run a lot of motion. He likes to run a lot of motion, so Jalen's gonna have to conform to whatever they're trying to do. They're gonna have to try to figure this out as as quickly as they possibly can, because if it comes out that he has trouble with motion, then guess what teams are gonna start doing? They're gonna start disguising stuff and showing him different looks and everything, and they're gonna there's gonna be another way to try to confuse Jalen.
3: Well, yeah, and we keep talking about like they they need to help him and make it easier on him, but that the assertion or the question, I guess, not an assertion, the wonder that Chris Long is: what if? they want to do it and he doesn't want to do it. I mean that, that really has not been talked about very much. That side of it. I mean it's and I look I don't know. It seems like he'd benefit. So why wouldn't he want to do it?
1: Yeah, that that's the weird thing to me. I, I don't know. And these are the questions that I'm pretty sure in training camp as we see this offense come together that we're gonna have to ask. I'm pretty sure going into the to training camp when we get to training camp. Once we see what this offense potentially is going to look like, that might be a question that has to be asked. Why are you not running a whole lot of motion?
3: Yeah. And now the chicken or the egg thing, now we have both sides. Because beforehand, like, whose fault is it? Is this Sirianni's offense slash Steichen's offense slash Brian Johnson's offense? Do they not have motion built in? Or now was it Hurts not wanting it? But here's what we know. Kellen Moore's offense uses motion. Yeah. They were sixth last year with the Chargers, 15th with the Cowboys. So we're gonna get a pretty good answer pretty fast if they are running a lot of motion. Oh, okay, that was Sirianni and Brian Johnson didn't have it; it wasn't part of their offense. If they don't run any motion with Kellen Moore, I think the Chris Long theory comes into play. Yeah, like, then
1: you start wondering whether or not Jalen can can run the offense mm-hmm. like that, like you, you want him to run them.
3: Yeah, that's it's. I think it's a really interesting thing. We'll we'll follow as we get you know to next season. Steve is up next on WIP. Hey, Steve. Steve.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys, man? Thanks for taking my call. I'm back home for a couple of days before I go out to Vegas on Monday for Super Bowl.
3: Oh, that's and, awesome. See, well, good hearing from you, man. What are you thinking today?
2: Uh, well, the whole Patrick Sertane for A.J. Brown thing. I mean, there's only five A.J. Browns in the entire world. I mean, you can find a Patrick Retain. And if you look at the Eagles' offensive production numbers, when A.J. Brown ain't in the game, they become slightly better than mediocre on the offensive side of the ball. And the biggest issue the Eagles had this year was a pass defense. So if you get rid of A.J. Brown and Kelsey doesn't come back, You know, we all know the center is the second most important person on the football field. If he don't come back, now you're going to have problems on offense and defense. So I just think that's crazy trying to trade A.J. Brown for certain. I mean, you need the horses. And as great as the offensive coordinator is that's coming to Philly, as great as the defensive coordinator is that's coming to Philly, the odds on the Eagles winning the Super Bowl next year haven't changed. They're still the 12th uh, favorite to win the Super Bowl. And to take that into context, before this season started, they were the fourth favorite. Mm. So, Eagles have some major issues. You don't want to really get rid of A.J. Brown because then you're going to have problems on both sides of the ball. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was you guys were talking about O.J. Uh, here's some information you guys may not have known. Uh, the guilty verdict was minus 800 uh, offshore back then.
3: Oh, Steve, I, I was young, so I, was, I wasn't following <laughs> the gambling. I, I didn't know that. So, so, not guilty was clearly the favorite. Yeah, and you could take
2: back plus four hundred, and we were benefit. You know, we, we were lucky enough to know uh, Dennis Cogan, and he had given us a call and said, "Listen, guys, they have improved their case. If you want to jump on the dog, and we ended up jumping on the dog at four to one. So there were some odds on that uh, OJ Charles. Wow, <laughs> Steve,
3: that's, that's awesome I that. knowledge, man. Steve, that's appreciate true. that. Well, that's I mean, you, uh, the TV series on FX. I don't know, six seven years ago that came out. Was really good. Um David Schwimmer was, was in the show as uh, the yeah, Kardashian yeah, remember, dad. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. It, it 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 really took you into the trial and they didn't prove it. I mean, they just they didn't. It was they botched it. I mean like everyone thirty years later, we all like like if you asked a random person, what do you think? Do you think he did it? Yeah. I mean, like that's what most people say. Yet they couldn't prove it
1: yeah. in court. Like they say it's not what you know, is what you can prove. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was a wild. It thing.
3: was. Let's talk to Rob in Overbrook. What's up, Rob? What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? Hey, going? Rob, what are you thinking?
6: I'm thinking I uh, I got a Sixers point and I got an Eagles point. Hugh, what's going on? What's going so on, listen, there? Uh The Sixers. It was reported on your radio station about three years ago, I believe, mm-hmm. when he first injured his knee that he needed to have either surgery to repair the meniscus or if he opted not to have surgery, he was going to have problems like this for the rest of his career. Yeah, I
3: remember that. And he didn't have surgery that offseason.
6: Yeah, so why are you counting on this guy? You can't count on this guy because he didn't do what he's supposed to do. And, and, and it's like trying, you're trying to drive a car with a bad axle or something. It's just <laughs> not, gonna happen, not going to happen, man. And you're talking about, y'all, y'all talking about shutting him down, hopefully. He's never going to be in a position to win a championship because that knee is, he, he's too big and he's carrying too much weight on that knee. And he didn't get it repaired, and this is what we get. So live with it or trade it. You know, but this
3: is it. Man. There's no championship Rob, I, I unfortunately, I, I agree, and I think most people have resigned themselves that it's it's no, going to be very challenging. Drop the mic on us. Yeah. And well, if I had to bet on one side of this thing, I mean, I think Rob's probably right on this. He also brought up his size. And That's the one thing when he came out of college. He's – and again, it hasn't affected his game. He's a great player. He's way bigger than he was when he got into the NBA. He does carry a lot of weight on that body and that, those and knees. You would
1: think that, like, but he looks more muscular. Am I wrong in that assessment? No, he he's more like, muscular and just heavier.
3: And you know what's funny? I,
1: because I always thought, because I, I went through a phase where, like, I got injured a lot in my first couple years, but as I lifted more and became more muscular, the injury thing did, was not as a big a factor. So that's what I don't understand. Like, when you talk about putting on more muscle and training in order not to have— Injuries. Now I know, like yesterday was fluke, when Jonathan Kimbo, Kimbo, Kuminga, Kuminga. Yeah, I believe that one. I like Kimbo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kimbo. Two and you know. But when he fell on him, that was kind of fluky. But even before that happened, he was still dealing with a knee injury. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you kind of wonder, I, and I don't know the answer to this because I'm not what seven foot whatever. There, there has to be something with the, the I guess, the, the tendons, the the stretching of the tendons or something, but. You would think that when you put on more muscle and get get stronger that this wouldn't be that big of an issue
3: yeah and then it goes to the point and no one's ever really come up with the exact answer on this are some people just injury prone right or some this, yeah. you watch certain players I'll just use LeBron because he's I mean he's in the news and he's he's the one that's played the most basketball in our, we've watched for the last 20 years well I've never seen LeBron get hurt on a Something weird, right? He lands weird and he's had very, very little very things. Very durable. Very durable. And is it because he takes care of himself so well? I'm sure that's part of it. Or is his body just built that he, we see this like once in a while, running back has a really weird, gets twisted up and he gets right back up. And then another guy has something similar and he, it's over. He's out. I, I just wonder if some guys are just, their bodies are built to withstand it. They're more, I don't know, what's the word that Brady used to? Be? Pliable. Fragile. Flexible, or some guys are fragile and they just break. I, it just may be just good luck, bad luck. David, is it Southwood. What's up, David?
7: Hey, how you doing? Uh, well, I I can answer the um, are people built different question. I'm a happen to be an orthopedic surgeon, so yeah, people are definitely built different. Collagen and connective tissues are different for all different people. So some people have good genes and some people don't. But... So it's
3: kind of luck of the draw for just athletes, certain athletes.
7: <laughs> yeah, totally. But I just want to say that the idea of trading A.J. Brown is just absolutely insane for two main reasons. One is he's your best player. And two is the cap hit for a trade would be untenable. And then you'd be forced to try to fill in the void of A.J. Brown with $40 million less than you had before trading him.
3: So, David, I... You're I gl- I'm glad you brought up the cap hit because it's fair and it's certainly a detriment to the idea. Any idea, no matter what you get back, it, you're right. It's a detriment. I don't think it's as untenable though, as, as you do. I mean, it's going be 42 million. The Eagles made the playoffs two years ago off of Wentz's $36 million cap hit. So it's not ideal, but I don't think it's untenable.
7: Yeah. But any trade, you have to look at what are you giving and what are you getting? Sure. Of so course. by giving up your best player, and negative $40 million for Patrick Sertain, who's on a um, a contract, one-fifth of his, um, in terms of the Broncos picking up the tab, mm-hmm. uh, is just – it's not good value.
3: And I could see that perspective. So from a monetary Yeah, well, because yeah. you're losing the $40 million. And I, I, David, that's why – and David, it's a good phone call. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't – I I don't think any of us actually believe A.J. Brown's going anywhere. It's a no. matter of, is this a good idea? Should they explore it? Would you do yeah, it? And, and I don't think it's a good idea. See, Hugh came down hard that time. All yeah, right. Before oh. not a good idea. a Minute a to go answer. here, Hugh. Go ahead. we got to hear it. Will you denounce on live on the air, Boregard Lee as a fraud down in Georgia?
1: Of course I will. And you know why? That's why I, this was not even a thing for me. I just kind of rolled this out because uh, you you didn't know. You played it up. Because I was, you said I was being a waffler. Kyle. Tell the people what Beauregard Lee's name was before they changed it a couple years ago. Beauregard Lee, General Beauregard (laughs) Lee's original name was Robert E. Lee. And you know one of the main reasons why I stopped watching the Dukes of Hazzard when I was young? Because I found out who Robert E. Lee was, and I was like, I I refuse as much as I like the General Lee the car can't 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 support that man uh, especially in it being black history month and stuff no nah, I can't yeah. get that rat out of here can't man good job Hugh. No, no rodent no
7: philadelphia no appreciates rodentia. this announcement
1: rodentia
3: Whatever the hell you want to call him, you, you did no it for Beauregard the state. Lee. You did it for the month. You did it for you did it for what's right. And
7: Most scientific I, we've ever been on the show.
3: I know. I, I mean, mean, we I mean, even Dr. rolled Bob, out the groundhog Reventual. analytics, the numbers. The, you know,
1: thinking you're gonna change his name from Robert to Beauregard gonna make it right. He's the, still last name, still Lee. As, as if, if the internet slip. that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're gonna know. We're gonna keep the Lee. We just gonna change his name to. What was it called? Beautiful gaze? We going to Oh, yeah. no. It ain't no beautiful gaze. Hell, no.
3: And they were dumb enough to leave it on Wikipedia for us That's to find. Yes, they did. Unbelievable. Y'all going to try to play me like All right. Everyone have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, the Pro Bowl, if you're watching it, or <laughs> Senior Bowl.
1: Senior Bowl, maybe.
3: Yeah, I want a little Senior Bowl. All right, everyone have a great weekend. We'll talk to you guys on Monday afternoon show. Jack and Ike, they're coming up next, right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Peace.